0: Hey, this is Dave Senna, and we were going to specifically talk about how you can clarify specific calls to action to donors, volunteers, and the general bu- public, which is really important during this difficult time. When we think about uh, tough times and trying to let people know about your specific needs, things that you're trying to do, it can be very difficult to find traction. And so we're going to talk about how to cut through the noise and be able to compete by being specific. So when we think about calls to action they generally run around three main things for nonprofits time expertise and money or volunteering and giving and so when we think about doing those things for donors or volunteers or the general public we're trying to explain to them ways they can get involved through our organization to make a difference in the community and if we do this well we can recruit new donors uh, cultivate uh, current donors, maybe even help old donors to um, reinvigorate their work with us, Uh, and we have to be specific. So one of the things that you need to be concerned about, whether it's a press release, an appeal letter, what's something on your website, is you have one action in mind. That when you're out asking for something or or telling people things, is that you have one key message that you're trying to let them know about. I see it all the time when I review different items that nonprofits are doing, whether it's a an appeal letter or an event or asking people on some sort of uh, card. You know, they ask for ten different things, and the. And I understand it because what they're trying to do is say, dear donor, dear volunteer, there is a place for you to be involved with our organization. No matter what you would like to do, there's a way for you to do it at our organization. Here's 15 ways to do that. And it's kind of like I always use this analogy when I'm talking to nonprofit leaders. It's kind of like if you were trying to court or to, to donate, date a significant other, Uh, in sort of the pre-significant other time frame is that you, if you went up to somebody and said, you know, um, what, what would you like to do? Would you like, and then you list off 10 things. It almost comes off either that you don't know what's important to yourself or that it's a little creepy that you're just desperate to get them to do something. And it's a lot more confident building for you to go up to somebody and say to them, would you like to go bowling or would you like to go camping or to do a specific activity and hopefully you know based on that uh, a little bit about the donor or the general public of what you're asking them for that would align with those particular values but if you don't you least know that they may be interested in that way but you really want to make sure that you have a key ask uh, that you're asking them whether it's on social media or paid ads whatever it may be that you're asking them a very specific thing. Because if you don't do that, what they will, what will happen is they will get confused you will be talking to them about 10 different ways and they'll have to start thinking about which one is most important to them. And that's not the conversation you want them to be happen, having with you. What you really want them to have a conversation is, yes, I would like to do X and let, how do I do that? And then you connect them immediately to your organization. Whether it's giving, you have one button, one button giving or one button volunteering that they get right to the spot where they can say yes let me schedule an appointment or yes, let me give you some dollars or money so that they're involved immediately. And then that way you can then respond to them and get them complete that action. And then you'd maybe have a follow-up action. And so you are on a journey with them from point A to B to C to D versus coming to them and say, which point do you want to go to, A through Z. And it's just too confusing. They will go somewhere else because they have to think too hard about which one's most important to them. So you really want to be specific in how you ask the donor or volunteer or the general public to be involved. And generally people are volunteers or donors, um, they're asking for giving or for time and so you really want to be specific because you may have 10 different options but you want to know. From them, if you can, if you don't, then you want to do the best that you can, uh, either based by age or based on past giving behavior or volunteer behavior, to get the right uh, ask in in front of them. And if you don't know what those are, you might want to come up with default asks, things that anybody can be involved with. So it may be that you're a hunger organization, you say $10 will feed 100 people, that uh, because of the partnerships we have with communities or because of the work that we do and it's just a default ask. It's just something for anybody can be involved with if you don't know anything about them and then from there you can help them move uh, one way or the other to other asks as you start to develop a relationship with them. So the goals here is to get them to say yes to your organization to then complete an action so that they then are you are then top of mind you're on a journey together If you're able to do that, then you can follow through on uh, your ask and that fulfilled uh, action to tell them thank you and then do some sort of nice touch depending on what they do and then you repeat the cycle again. So be specific. Once they say yes to the action and then complete the action, then you want to appreciate them and then you want to circle back to them when it's appropriate to give them another way to be involved with the organization. It may be through volunteering, attending an event, giving again. There's tons of different ways that you can do a repeat action. And as you do that, you hopefully will then eventually get them on the phone or meet them at an event to where you can actually talk to them and find out where are they most likely to give or things that are most enjoyment for them to to receive a gift. And then you're able to then move with them uh, along on their philanthropic journey, which I would either mean more consistency in giving, higher giving, or more volunteering. In any case you want them to be more satisfied with their uh, working with you as an organization as they're on their philanthropic journey. So when you think about trying to cut through the noise and to compete with other organizations and other things that are going on with this information overload that we deal with every day is make sure that you have one ask that you're very specific and when you do that then appreciate them for making the ask or for completing the action once they say yes, and then go out of your way to do some sort of a nice touch, and then uh, after that, repeat all over again. So if you're with a nonprofit or you're a nonprofit leader and uh, would like to share this with your board or would like to get involved, maybe you're facing some tough times or tough decisions or don't know how to cut through the noise, maybe you have so many different things on your plate, you're not quite sure how to message that out, Give us a call. Go to our website, bolding.com and schedule a no-shame strategy call for free, and we'll help you to uh, define some very specific call-to-actions and, uh, and help you to be very clear and compete in this world of information overload. Thanks for tuning into our podcast series, 10 Ways for an Organization to Be Bold. Share this podcast with a friend or nonprofit you care about. If you're a nonprofit leader who's facing tough times and unsure how to be bold and grow, schedule a free no shame strategy call. When you need a trusted friend to help you fight for your future and defeat panic and fear, Bold Leading is here for you. Visit us at boldleading.com today.